Hey everyone, it's Leanne again, and I want to share a little bit of my backstory. So after I graduated college, I began working in drug development, and I had this desire to be successful. I wanted to make something of myself, and looking back, I think that part of that was due to the fact that when I was 18, my dad died very suddenly. Um, I still remember the day it was the middle of November, a sunny day in San Diego, and I got the call from my sister early in the morning saying that there had been a horrible accident up in Northern California where my dad lived and that we needed to go. And I didn't know the severity at the time, but as she came and picked me up and we flew up to Northern California, um, it became clear. A few days later, my dad passed away on Thanksgiving Day. And I went back and tried to um, make sense of it all. I went back and got a job immediately and tried to finish out the semester at school. But for me, is that sense of uncertainty of having my dad taken so young. But I think I swore to myself that day that I would never be in a situation where I could be hurt that bad again. The summer before my dad died, I went and lived with him um, to pay off some credit card debt. And I remember one day we were talking kind of out by the barn and I said, Dad, I want you to show me what you did. Because at the time he was pretty successful. He had 27 pieces of real estate property and I wanted to learn so I was never in that financial struggle position again. And he said, kid, everything I have goes to you girls. And so I had a bit of assurance that, you know, my dad was going to take care of us. However, when my dad died, my stepmother had a bit of a breakdown and she either lost or spent everything my dad had. So much so that she even stopped paying for the sailboat that I was living on. And I came home from school one day and literally the boat was gone. It had been repossessed. So I had to go and reclaim my belongings, my underwear, my personal items, literally everything I had from a warehouse. And I still remember my things were just kind of in a pile at this one section and it was as if they were garbage. It was as if my things didn't matter, as if I didn't matter. And I swore that day to never be in that position again. So I quickly found a place to live and moved into a house with four other girls and worked hard at school. But for me, it wasn't the carefree college career. For me, life, life was fragile. There was a um, bigger meaning to it. It was something that could be ripped away at any moment. Like life mattered. And I wanted my life to matter. And I thought initially by having a successful career that 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 would matter and as i went and worked in drug development i began to establish myself and and to get some level of success but i began to have this sense of of emptiness like everything i believed in was more alternative medicine and here i was working in pharmaceuticals so i kept on thinking I could make enough money and, and that would give me the lifestyle I wanted, the life that I didn't have given to me from my dad. But 
I wanted to impact people. I wanted to transform people and to help them see that there was something more to life. A few years later, I moved to Philadelphia for a, a 50% salary increase and thought I was well on my way. However, I noticed on my way to work, I would feel like I wanted to throw up, that there was this sense of nausea in the pit of my stomach and a sense of almost impending doom as I would drive down the Schuylkill Expressway towards my office. And I knew I couldn't go on like that. I knew that that wasn't healthy. I knew enough about alternative health and traditional health to know that something was going on in my body. What I noticed is on the days that I practiced yoga before going into work, that I didn't feel so nauseous. That it was as if somehow that yoga practice had a protective effect on not only my psychology, but my physiology. So I made a decision to go study yoga. And I wanted to go study in India with the guru while he was still alive. So I quit my job and went to India. And I had this grand plan that when I came back from India, I was going to open a yoga studio and do what I thought would matter, have a life that I thought would make a difference. And I, however, I came back from India and I found that all of my friends were at work during the day when I was free. And in the evenings when I had to teach, they were all out. I also quickly learned that I was going to have to sell my car, move out of the city, and find a roommate. And I wasn't sure that I liked the idea of trading my time for teaching yoga. I wanted to be able to share it in a way that didn't feel like I was pimping myself out. So instead, I decided to go back to corporate America. I wanted to go back so that I could take the tools I had learned from my yoga practice and be able to implement them in the real world. So I think anybody can go off and be a yogi in an ashram or at a retreat center for a period of time, but I wanted to try to take that approach and put it into the corporate world. I wanted to bring those skills and tools into my office. I wanted to be able to keep that sense of centered and focus, non-reactivity in my day-to-day -day work life. And what I learned was anybody can escape. Anybody can go to the beach or the mountains and feel that sense of peace and bliss, but it takes something different, something more maybe, to be a yogi and to live in this world, to be able to find that still non-reactive mind in the chaos of the corporate world or in the car rider line. It's a school when you're picking up your kids. Like It takes something different. And so those were the people I wanted to teach. I wanted to work with the people that were living day-to-day -day lives. I wanted to teach them how to be more in love with their own life so that they could have that biggest self-fulfilling, actualized life that they always dreamed of, the life that mattered with the people they live with. I didn't think they needed to go off and leave their families, leave relationships to find their center. If you can't find your center right where you are, then is it really finding your center or is it really kind of more delusion? So that's how Epic was born, is I wanted to be able to create a place where people could practice yoga in their lives, in their day-to-day -day lives, not as a retreat center where someone was making your bed and your meals for you, but to teach the practices that people could then go back and put in 
whether they're driving home in traffic or anywhere else. And I knew that in this, I changed. I found it was harder for me to practice yoga at home than when I was off on vacation. But I also knew that the fruits of that practice were much greater too, much greater than if I had gone off by myself to be able to share the practice with my family, in my family. For me, to be able to share that, that's my greatest calling.